Here I am podcasting from New York City. I'm here for a wedding of a very close friend. We are on 2B, Bet Amud Bet. A couple lines down, we are in the middle of discussing a verse. The verse is there to explain to us when is it that a Kohen, a priest, can once again eat truma after going through the purification process. Truma is a gift that the nation gives to the Kohen, to those, the priests that work in the temple in order to support them. So when is it that they can begin eating truma after going through the purification process? And there were two ways to explain the verse. The verse says, Uva Hashemesh Vitaher. The verse says, Uva Hashemesh. The sun shall come, Vitaher, and we weren't sure about the translation of Vitaher. So there were two possible ways to interpret this verse. Uva Hashemesh means sundown, Vitaher, the day shall pass, which is a reference to when three stars come out, and a Kohen can eat. The truma, after going to the mikvah and waiting till three stars come out in the evening. The other interpretation of the verse was, Uva Hashemesh, the sun shall come the next morning, at sunrise, Vitaher, and the Kohen shall purify himself by bringing a sacrifice, and only after bringing that sacrifice in the morning can he eat truma. There were two possible ways to interpret the verse, and in the second line of 2b, Rabba Barav Shila explained to us that the proper interpretation was the first way, that sunset, three stars come out, at which point the Kohen can eat Shruma. But now we're going to learn about this verse from another vantage point. So we are four lines down in the all-Aramaic side, and we are at the beginning of the second, we're at the beginning of the second full paragraph on the uh, translation side. The Ma'arava, in the west, so the Talmud is the Babylonian Talmud, so the southwest of Babylonia was Israel, so in the west. So in Israel, that which Rabbah Barav Shela said, interpreted the verse in one way, that you could start eating truma after three stars come out. So in Israel, they had not heard the, uh, the interpretation, this interpretation. So they therefore asked this as a question. Hi, Uva Hashemesh, Biashimshohu? That when it says that the sun shall come, is that a reference to sundown? And when it says vitaher and it shall pass, is that a reference to the day completely passing, which is when three stars come out? Or perhaps the interpretation is otherwise. That when it talks about the sun coming, it's a reference to the sun coming up in the morning. And what does it mean when it says vitaher? Taher Gavra, the person shall become purified through bringing the sacrifice. That's when you again. So they answered this question. They weren't sure how to interpret the verse. is a teaching from the same era as the Mishnah. It was not included in the Mishnah because it was not as verifiable as all of the let teachings in the Mishnah are. So they found a b'raisa that says as follows, Mirikatani b'b'raisa, because the b'raisa tells us, Simim l'davar tseis hakochavim. The time for when a kohen can begin eating truma after going to the mikvah is actually when three stars come out. So they answered that the interpretation must be the first way, that it's when three stars come out, So we can learn from the Brisa via Shimshohu that when it says the sun shall come, it's a reference to sundown. Uva, Umay and when it says vitaher, 
Yoma, it's a reference to the day passing completion of the course when three stars come out. Now we will begin a we will go back to the original topic. The original topic was when is it when is the earliest time that one can say Shema in the evening? And in the Mishnah, the Mishnah presented one time, which is when Kohanim, when the Kohen can eat Truma once again, which was at when three stars come out. Now we're going to talk about many other Brisas that has other opinions, and we're going to try to reconcile the Mishnah's teaching with the Brisa. Here we go. Amar Mar, so Amar Mar, Master said, this is a reference to an earlier teaching. The Mishnah tells us that the earliest you can say Shema is from when the Kohen goes in to eat Shuma, which is when three stars come out. But we ask on this. So we have a Brisa, where we're not asking a question per se, but we're contrasting. We cannot ask a question on a Mishnah from a Brisa, because a Mishnah is more verifiable. But we do want to contrast to see if we can reconcile the teaching of a Mishnah and the Brisa. So the Brisa says as follows. From when can we say Shema at night? From the time that a poor person goes into his home to eat his bread with salt, which would be his supper. And you can say the evening Shema until he would get up from eating his evening meal. So it's a short window. So that is the Bryce's teaching. So what we're going to conclude is as follows. Seifa, the last second part of the mission of the Brisa, which taught us the end point to say Shema, which is when the poor person gets up from his meal, that's obviously Vadai Pliga Amasnisen. That's obviously arguing with our Mishnah. Because even according to the opinion of the Mishnah, the earliest opinion of the Mishnah as to when the time for Shema ends at night, it's not until the end of the first watch, which is one third into the night, which is obviously much later than the time from when a poor person gets up from his evening meal. So there, it's impossible to reconcile, and the Mishnah and Brisa must be arguing. However, Reisha mi lema pligi amasnisen. But the first part of the Brisa, must we conclude that it argues with our Mishnah? Our Mishnah said the earliest time that we can say Shema is three stars come out when a Kohen can eat Shuma. And the Brisa says it's from when a poor person goes in to eat his evening meal. And what we're going to say, and what we're wondering is, is can that be reconciled? Can those possibly be the same time? So we answer, low. We say no, they certainly can be reconciled, they do not have to be arguing, and we can say that a poor person going in to eat his meal, that is actually when three stars come out, which would be the same time as when a Kohen is allowed to eat Shuma, and therefore we can reconcile at least the beginning of the Brisa with the teaching of our Mishnah. But now, we are going to bring a second Brisa to see if we can reconcile to contrast it with the Mishnah and the first Brisa that we brought. Uriminhu, another Brisa, another teaching from the time of the Mishnah. From when can we say Shema at night? Rabbi Meir explains that the earliest we can say Shema at night is from the time that regular people, not poor people, but regular people, go in to eat their meal on Friday night. Now you have to remember that's going to be earlier than when they eat their meal the rest of the week because 
the Friday night meal has to have been cooked before nightfall, so you could start your meal earlier. So that is the earliest time, according to Ramer, as to when we can start saying Shema at night, from when we eat, from when people generally eat their Friday night meal. Those are the words of Rabbi Mer. Chachamim Omrim and the sages say, the sages say the earliest that you can say Shema at night is from when a Kohen can once again eat Shuma after going to the mikvah. Simon Ladavar, and the time for that is, a sign for that is, it's from when three stars come out. Now we're going to go on a bit on a tangent just to prove that it's what, that three stars come out is actual nightfall. And we're going to prove it from a, from the, a verse in the prophets, a verse in the Chemya. And even though there's no clear proof that nightfall begins at when three stars come out, there's still a mention of it. There's still an indication that this is so. Because the verse in Nehemiah says, We would do work. This is actually a reference to those that worked in the temple, on the temple. And it says, we would do work. And half of them would hold on, would grasp the spears. Generally, we would, they would do work. May Allah from sunrise at until three stars come out. So that is the first verse to be quoted. The next verse after that in Nehemia is the Omer, and it says, The night was a watch for us, a time of guarding, but the day was used for work. So at this point, we feel that from the first verse itself that says that we would work from sunrise until three stars come out, it was obviously that the work day would be a day according to Jewish law. And from the fact that they would stop working at night, at when three stars come out, that's an indication that according to Jewish law, nightfall is when three stars come out. But if that's the case, Maiva Omer, then why did the Gemara, why did we have to bring the second verse to prove that nightfall is when three stars come out, wouldn't the first verse have been sufficient? So then we answer, because we may have thought, that perhaps really nightfall in Jewish law starts at sunset, before three stars come out. And it was the workers that would start before the day even started, and they would work into night according to Jewish law. You may have thought that that is the case. Hashma, therefore we have to bring the second verse. The second verse says, The night was for us a watch. And the day was used for work. The halachic day was used for work. And from the fact that they stopped working, the work lasted until three stars come out. Obviously, then, the day, according to Jewish law, ends at, at the point in time at which three stars come out. So that was just a tangent to prove that nightfall in Jewish law is when three stars come out. So now, though, we're going to go back to contrasting the Mishnah and the two Brisas. So don't forget, the Mishnah tells us that the earliest time is when three stars come out. The first Brisa told us that the earliest time is when a poor person goes in to eat his regular meal. And then we had two opinions in the second brisa. The first one was the words of Rebbe Meir, that it's when regular people eat their Friday night dinner. 
And then we had the second opinion, which was the same as the Mishnahs when three stars come out when a Kohen can once again eat Shruma. But now we're going to ask a question. And at this point, we feel that when a poor person goes in is the same time as when three stars come out. But now, wait a minute. Wouldn't you assume that the time for when a poor person goes in to eat his meal is the same time as when regular people go in to eat their meal on a Friday night? Why would this be? Because what you eat your meal on a Friday night a little bit earlier because you've already prepared the meal before nightfall. And a poor person probably eats earlier because he doesn't have to prepare a meal because all he eats is bread. So you would think then that they are at the same point in time. But now if you're going to say that but if you're going to tell me that a poor person, when he goes in to eat his meal, is the same time as when three stars come out, when a coin can once again eat shruma, that's a problem. That's a problem, because in the Brisa, the second Brisa that we quoted, there's two opinions as to when we can say Shema. Begin saying the evening Shema. The first opinion tells us it's at the same, it's at the time when people go in to eat their Shabbos meal, their Friday night dinner. The second opinion was is from when three stars come out. Now, if you're going to tell me that when a poor person goes in to eat his meal is the same time as when a Kohen is allowed to eat Shruma, and that is the same time as when, um, and, and the poor person eating his meal is also the same time as to when people go in to eat their Shabbos meal, then really Rabbi Meir, who says that it's the time from when a person goes in to eat their Shabbos meal, is actually not arguing, is not presenting a different opinion than the sages, and then there would be no arguments, so really you'd have two of the same opinion be mentioned in the Brisa, which is obviously not going to work. So rather we must conclude in a different fashion. Rather we must conclude, we must say that a poor person, with the time that he goes in to eat his meal, is a time in of itself. And when the Kohen can once again eat Shuma is its own time. So therefore we would have to conclude, if we want to say that a poor person going in to eat his meal is the same time, as when people go in to eat their meal on a Friday night, then we'll have to conclude that neither of those times is the same as when a Kohen is once again allowed to eat Shuma, which is when three stars come out. But then we say, no, no, not true. Perhaps we'll say instead that a poor person, the time that he goes in to eat his meal, the Kohen, and when a Kohen can once again eat Shuma, that actually is one and the same time. And therefore the Mishnah and the first Brisa can be reconciled. They do not need to be arguing. And then we will conclude that a poor person, the time that he goes in to eat his meal, is different than the time when regular people go in to eat their Shabbat meal, and therefore all is good, because we have a Mishnah that says you can start saying Shema from when a Kohen goes in to eat Shuma, which is when three stars come out. And then we'll say that when a poor person goes in is the exact same time when three stars come out, so therefore the Mishnah and the Brisa can be agreeing, 
And then the second Brisa had the opinion of the sages, which is you can start saying Shema from when three stars come out. So that also reconciles with the Mishnah and the first Brisa. And then the other opinion would tell you that other opinion would be arguing with both the Mishnah and the first Brisa and tell you that you can eat, you could start saying Shema a little bit earlier, and that is when people go in to eat their Friday night dinner. But now, we're going to see that this is not so simple. Now, can we really say that when a poor person goes in to eat his meal, and when a Kohen can once again eat Shuma, which is when three stars come out, can we really say that that is the same time? But we have a question on this. We, we are going to bring a question on this. We're going to contrast this with a Brisa. Again, another Brisa. This Brisa has many different opinions as to the earliest time that one can say Shema. And it goes like this. From when can we start saying Shema at night? The first opinion. It's from the point in time that the night that the day becomes holy on Friday evening, meaning from when Shabbos starts. So we know that nightfall is when three stars come out. But there is a point in time right before that that's called twilight. And twilight in Jewish law, we're not sure, is it day or night? So therefore, it's at the beginning of twilight that Shabbos really starts because it's possible that it's already nightfall. So therefore, it's possible that Shabbat already started. So we treat it with the holiness. We already we already treat it with its sanctity from the beginning of twilight. So what this first opinion is saying is that we can say Shema as early as the beginning of twilight. These are the words of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, second opinion. Rabbi Yeshua says that the earliest we can say Shema is from when a Kohen becomes purified to be able to eat truma, which again is from when three stars come out. Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir says, The earliest that we can say Shema is from when the Kohen immerses to be able to eat truma later that night. So we're going according to the latest time that a Kohen can immerse. Now we have to understand that the Kohen must immerse during the day. So what we're basically saying is, is that you can say Shema at the last moment that it is still day, because that's the last moment that the Kohen can immerse. Now we're going to interject with a quick question, and then we will continue on with other opinions as to the earliest time we can say Shema. Omer lo Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda asked on Rabbi Meir's opinion. Now, wait a minute. Doesn't a Kohen immerse while it is still day? And if he can immerse while it is still day, how could you say that that is the earliest time for saying Shema? You certainly cannot say Shema while it is still day. It's not nighttime yet. It's not the time when we go to sleep yet. So how, how can we possibly understand Rabbi Meir's opinion that the earliest we can say Shema is from the time that a Kohen immerses in order to be able to eat Shuma later that night. Now we're going to go, we're not going to answer that question now. We will answer that question a little bit later. And we're going to continue with other opinions as to what is the earliest time we can say Shema. Rabbi Hanina Omer, Rabbi Hanina says, The earliest that you can say Shema is from when a poor person goes in to eat his bread with salt. 
Rabbi Achai, the Amri la Rabbi Acha, Rabbi Achai, and some say it was actually Rabbi Acha, that this was his opinion. Omer says, The earliest that you can say Shema is the time when regular people go in to eat dinner on a regular night. Which is the latest of them all because we assume that it takes time to prepare the dinner. Okay. Now we're going to ask the question. We're going to try to prove, we're going to prove that it must be that the time that a poor person goes in to eat dinner is earlier than the time, or later, but not the same time as when a Kohen can once again eat Truma, which is when three stars come out. Now if you're going to tell me that a time that a poor person can go in, goes in to eat dinner, and the case the, and the time when a Kohen can eat Shuma. You're going to tell me that it's one and the same time. Then we have a big problem. Rabbi Chanina, Hainu Rabbi Yeshua. We have a problem in this Baraisa. Because Rabbi Chanina said his opinion that the earliest you can say Shema is when a poor person goes in to eat dinner. And Rabbi Yeshua says the earliest you can say Shema is when a Kohen can once again eat Shuma. And obviously they must be arguing because if not, you do not need a repetition of the same opinion. So obviously we will have to conclude that when a poor person goes in to eat dinner, it's not the same time as when three stars come out, when a Kohen can once again eat Shuma. Rather, we must conclude that the time of the poor person is one, and the time when a Kohen can once again eat Shuma is another time. We can definitively conclude from this b'risa. But now we have a question. Which one is later? Which one is a later time to say Shema? Is it when a poor person goes in to eat his meal? Or is it when there are three stars come out? So we say, It's logical. We have to conclude that the poor person going in to eat his dinner is actually later than when three stars come out. Because if you're going to tell me that the poor person going in to eat his dinner is earlier than the, than the time of when three stars come out, then we'll have a very similar problem, Rabbi Chanina Hainu Rabbi Lazar. Then Rabbi Chanina is really the same opinion as Rabbi Eliezer in the Brisa. Rabbi Eliezer had said that the earliest you can say Shema is when, is when Shabbos starts, when we start giving sanctity to Shabbos, which is at the beginning of twilight. And that is a very early time. There's no way that it could, there can be an earlier time to say Shema. And Rabbi Chanina tells us, that you can say Shema from when a poor person comes in. And if you're going to tell me that it's earlier than when three stars come out, we'll have to conclude that really Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Chanina's time and Rabbi Eliezer's time are one and the same. And that obviously cannot be because they are given as separate opinions. They have to be arguing. Rather, we must conclude that the case of the poor person, the time that when a poor person goes in to eat his dinner, it's actually later than when three stars come out. Shalamina, we must conclude as such. Now we're going to go back to that question that we had asked, that Rabbi Yehuda asked. Rabbi Meir says that the earliest you can say the evening Shema is from the time when a Kohen goes to the mikvah, goes to the ritual bath in order to purify himself to be able to eat Shuma later. And then we, Rabbi Yehuda asked, doesn't a Kohen go to the mikvah, even at the latest point in time, isn't it still daytime? So you cannot say, how could you say that you can say the bedtime Shema, the evening Shema at that point in time? So we're going to go back to that question. Omar Mar, again, we're going back to a statement said. Omar Le Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said to Rabbi Mer, 
Doesn't don't the Kohanim don't the, doesn't a Kohen immerse while it is still day? Shaper Kamarle. And the Gemara tells us that's a very good question. Rabbi Huda Rabbi Mer. It's a very good question that Rabbi Huda asks Rabbi Mer. Rabbi Mer, Amarle. But this is how Rabbi Mer would answer the question of Rabbi Yehuda. Why would you think that I am referring to your twilight? I am referring to my twilight. So you have to understand, there are many different opinions, there are a couple different opinions as to when is twilight according to Jewish law. There is certainly nightfall, which is when three stars come out. The period of time before that that is called twilight, and we are not sure if that is considered night or considered day, so we treat it um, like night. One opinion of when twilight is, is it actually lasts for about 15 minutes or 12 minutes or 10 minutes before three stars come out. So it's actually a longer period of time. The other opinion of twilight is actually a one-second period, that night turns day turns into night within one second. So it's not a period of time. It's not a long period of time at all. So Rabbi Yehuda, who asked his question to Rabbi Meir, that's, Rabbi Meir, how could you say you can start saying Shema when a Kohen would still immerse? He understood that twilight was 10 or 12 minutes before three stars come out. And therefore, the mik you had to have gone to the mikvah at least 12 minutes before three stars come out. And if three stars come out is truly nightfall, then 12 minutes before is not going to be anywhere, is not going to be close to nightfall. It's not going to, it's going to be 12 minutes before nightfall. And therefore, he couldn't comprehend how that could be the earliest time to say Shema. Rebbe Meir, though, when he said that, it's when, that the earliest time to say Shema is when a Kohen, the latest that a Kohen can immerse, he understood that twilight is only one second. And therefore, you can actually go to the mikvah from up to one second before three stars come out. And that is when you can start saying Shema, because it's only a difference between three stars come out, and when a Kohen can go to the mikvah, the latest time, it's only one second. That being the case, that would be the earliest time you can say Shema. So that's Rabbi Meir's answer to Rabbi Yehuda. Now we'll read that inside. So Rabbi Meir had said, who says I'm referring to your twilight? I'm referring to a different twilight. I was referencing Rabbi Yossi's opinion as to what twilight is. Rabbi Yossi holds that twilight is actually like the blink of an eye. The day, the night comes in and the day leaves very quickly. And you can barely even point out the exact moment when that happens because it is so quick. And therefore, the latest time that a coin can go to the mikvah is actually a mere seconds before nightfall. And therefore, that is the earliest time you can say Shema, according to Rebbe Meir. So today what we did is we had another analysis of the same verse that we analyzed yesterday. And then we tried to reconcile um, a Mishnah and several different Brisas as to when is the earliest time we can say Shema, the evening Shema. And then we learned about twilight, in order to answer the question that Rabbi Yehuda asked on Rabbi Meir. And you have to understand that this concept of twilight is very important in Jewish law, and it has many different ramifications. 
I'll leave you here for now. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to our next podcast. As always, please send me your questions, comments, and insights.